what's up so um today i'm gonna talk about my relationship with joe um how fucking positive it was despite it ending um in a sort of ignorant way um and and just you know because i talk about my college relationship and the one with joe is the only other one that i've had (laughs) so um just to make it even um so after i left my boyfriend in college i um was against dating like i was like i'm not dating nobody until i get out of school so a year and a half passes i'm in my last semester at Wright State and you know I'm just working a lot I had two part-time jobs and I was a commuter and I was going to school for full-time so I didn't even have time to date anybody anyway so I was busy and you know um my birthday passes and then graduation was like a couple of it was like a uh, not even a couple it was like a few days after my birthday um more like a week and a half and so I was you know that December was like really exciting for me and it turned out to be even more exciting because over the summer I had um the summer before my last semester I had downloaded tinder um and so before all that I had long discovered that I'm not somebody that could just sleep with anybody like I have to be in a relationship with somebody in order to you know um have sex with them so i downloaded tinder fully intending <laughs> that's funny fully intending not to hook up with anybody because i'm not into that so i really just downloaded it just to like you know see what it was about like see what craziness i would encounter didn't encounter too much craziness thankfully um did get a few um hookup propositions that i declined um and you know i was just really just goofing off on the app honestly and then um december rolls around and you know i was at work um and i remember how (laughs) a month before at one of my jobs um i worked at ups at the time and this older black guy that was our supervisor he was really friendly he was always talking to us because like there was i was like the only um young person on the shift so he was like always talking to me and all that and he was like he was really genuinely genuinely like really friendly and stuff and um he was asking me like if i like had a boyfriend or whatever and i said hell no absolutely not like i just said I just I'm so against love right now like I can't even imagine dating anybody like for a while like that's what I told him and um and that was a month before I met Joe and like so it's just it's just funny for me to look back on that and just realize like I had no idea what was coming (laughs) but anyway um so I was at work I was at my other job um I was a loss prevention associate at the Burlington here in Middletown and I was sitting in this in the in the um security camera room and you know I was just on Tinder. I just happened to be on Tinder because someone had messaged me. That's the only reason I was on it. Um and I see that it was a guy named Joe and he messaged me and we started talking 
and um we talked on um tinder for about a week and then he asked me um if i wanted to see a movie with him and um he lived in columbus he still does to this day he lived in columbus at the time um and i still lived in middletown so i'm like how do you want to do this and so we decided to meet what we thought what he said was halfway when it's really not um we could meet at the uh we met at the uh movie theater um near Wright State near the um Fairboard Fair Fair Fairfield Commons Mall. We met at that movie theater over there. And we saw um the double seven movie that came out that year, Spectre, I think it was. And um I just remember the first thing I thought when I saw him was that like your his pictures did not do him justice like he looked a lot better in person so um and just I remember being very nervous um I remember it was December so winter was was creeping in so it was cold as shit and I remember I was wearing my coat and I was wearing my gloves during the movie because I was freezing and um and, and I will never forget he was wearing um these boots and he was wearing shorts and a hoodie to our little date and I'm like I remember not even be effect being uh, being offended or affected by it he showed up late as shit um but I bought my own ticket and I was already inside the theater waiting for him and so that made me even more nervous because I mean I didn't think I was going to be stood up but I was just nervous because now I'm waiting on him and he's going to be looking for me when he gets here and it's just the Ugh, I was stressed and um when we when he eventually gets there um we just like you know smile at each other and like greet each other a little bit and then we like I don't think that I don't remember getting any food I don't think we bought any food we just went into the theater into the little you know the screening and um we did hold hands about halfway through like he grabbed my hand and we sat there like that we didn't really talk um there were some awkward like i there's some awkward eye contact <laughs> between us and then like after the movie was over um we we, we walked outside like um th- like this is where everything changed for me this is when we started to actually talk to each other um because you know going to a movie on a first date is kind of a dumb idea because she won't be able to talk to each other and get to know each other at all so we stood outside the movie theater at this point it's like what 10 30 or something maybe at almost 11 and we're talking and we i, I want to say that we stood there for a good hour and a half or something like that like we were out there for a while just talking and i remember um like he gave me a hug goodbye and just I can't describe like the feeling that I had after that hug and after the talking like it I don't know I it's sorry something my phone it it's it's inexplainable what I felt like I never felt anything like that before um um but I know I went home happy as shit <laughs> And, uh, um, 
and I, 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 I graduated like the week after that date. And, um, and I remember he wanted, he said he wanted to be there, but, um, he was actually, um, right, like at Dirk, I'm sorry, stumbling over my words. Um, after our date, he texted me and said that he was actually, um, preparing to head back to Nigeria for a month or so to visit his family. So, um, when he told me that, I was like, in my head, I told myself that I was going to do everything I could to stay in contact with him. Because when he came back, I definitely wanted to go out again. Because that hug, I had never felt like any type of... Like I said, that feeling that I felt, is it's inexplainable. I, I can't I can't put it into words. It just made me feel like really, really good and it just I felt so sure about you know starting something with him so when he said that he was going to Nigeria I I definitely um kept in touch with him and I did and he was surprised that I texted him while he was over there he was he was surprised that that I that I kept in touch with him because I'm like on my end I'm like no I want I want this to to happen like I want this you know to be a thing so like he like we sent we sent each other selfies it was mostly him sending me selfies like I didn't ask him to but he 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 did and you know um and yeah that's just how we kept that alive while he was gone and then when he came back we went on a second date and it was pretty much official after the second date um he actually told his family about me after we went out the second time because he lived with them. So um, it's kind of necessary, I suppose. But yeah, and then we were, you know, a, an official couple after that. And um, despite the distance, we we were like, everything went fine. Like, we just kept taking turns going to visit each other. Like, he would come to Middletown. He, the first time he came to Middletown, he surprised me because um, I didn't know that he was coming down here. And he just texted me out of nowhere one day and said, you know, I'm on my way down there. We went hiking by um, mom. He brought me cookies, um, which is just the fast track to my heart, honestly, because cookies are my favorite food. And um <sighs> I just want to point out something real quick, and this is not to bash the person that I dated before. It's just the truth. Um, so I'm a big sweets person. Sugar is like 95% of my blood. <laughs> and so the first person that I dated in college, um, not trying to say that I need gifts. I'm not someone that actually, that's not my love language. Love, gifts are not my love language. It's actually just you know, time and attention. Um, so I wasn't expecting him to give me, you know, sugar, sugary shit. But the thing is, is just the person that I was with in college, they, um, were very put, they, he was very put off by my, um, love for sugar because he didn't like sugar. And, and also I'm not holding that against him um at all because we were young we 
we're slightly immature. So, you know, I can't, you can't expect, you know, young people to know how to like navigate a relationship properly. So like, that's why I said it's like, it's like night and day because being with Joe, I was an adult at that time. I wasn't in college anymore. You know, I was actually in the real world, not in that weird buffer area that college is in. So things were different. So I can't adequate, adequately um, compare the two relationships because one, I was still kind of a kid because even though I was 20, 21, still not an adult. Um, and then when I was with Joe, I was like 23, 24. And during those two years, I did a lot of mature growth and shit. So like... Um, And plus, like I said, I was no longer in college, so I was in the real world. And so it was a lot different. And um, I just love how Joe embraced my love for cookies. I I, I know that it sounds weird, but it it did a lot to to be with somebody who understood me and who embraced the things that I liked instead of making fun of me. Um, even if they were joking, um, but he took it seriously, and he and he remembered everything that I said, and to this day, he remembers things that I told him five years ago, because that's how long we've known each other at this point. We met five years ago, and he remembers things that I told him four or five years ago, and it's just really wild. And and the same goes for me. I remember a lot of stuff that he's told me, so it's just it it just um being with him was just so different and, and and it and like I said it was like an unexplainable feeling I mean later on I felt like I found out that that feeling was just it literally was love at first sight for real like because it can't be anything else because I can't explain it if I had to label it that's what I would say um but yeah um but then um, the summer of 2016, I like a, like I brought up the idea to him about me moving to Columbus and he was like, hell yeah. And um, that's not what he said, but like that's 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 that's, the, you know, he, he wanted he wanted that. And I wanted that because I needed to get out of my house. So that's what I did. Like September 2016, I moved out and moved to Columbus. Joe helped me. Um, I got my own place and then I just, just dating someone when you have your own place, it's so freeing. It's so, I didn't have anybody in my business. People didn't know what was going on with me unless I told them. And it's just, it was just really amazing to have all that freedom. Um, and you know, me and Joe, obviously we hung out a lot. Um, then Joe bought his own house and he included me in the search for the house. Like he asked me, like, what do you think of this place? What do you think of this place? And then he showed me the house, um, that he had bought eventually, um, which is where he still lives. And, um, yeah. And so then he basically before our one year anniversary, he had moved into that house so um I grew to be very familiar with like hanging out over there I was there like a lot like every weekend we were together and then sometimes during the week um 
because we, you know, we worked at the same place. When I moved up there, he helped me get a job at Chase. So we were working together. And, um, well, not together, together. We were working in the same building. I was like a couple floors below him. But we can chat on IM since we were in the same, <laughs> since we were in the same, uh, you know, in the same company. You know, it was, it was, it was funny. But, um, so on top of him embracing the things that I liked, um, I forgot to mention this man bought the whole menu at Insomnia Cookies. He's the first person that has it that introduced me to Insomnia. Like he's the person that introduced me to those cookies because, you know, they have like they're typically, you know, have locations near college campuses. And Joe, he goes to Ohio State. Um, well, he's a student pilot there now, but at the time he was like a, a, a proper college student when we were dating. So he brought me to the Insomnia Cookies by Ohio State's campus. And um, I remember I could not decide what I wanted. Like there was like just so many choices and I jokingly said can we just get the whole menu like can we just get everything and and he fucking tells the cashier like the employee like we'll have one of everything and they legit boxed up one of every single thing every single baked good that they had we walked out of that store with he dropped like $45 on insomnia cookie stuff. And it's just, <laughs> like I said, sugary shit is like the fast track to my heart. So I was like, I can't believe this right now. <laughs> and I know that we didn't eat all that in one night, but it took us a couple nights. But, you know, it was accomplished. But, um, just to be with somebody that like embraces the things that you like and then also somebody that you actually genuinely get along with our sense of humor is very similar so we were always roasting each other and making each other laugh without even trying um my klutziness though and my slightly gullibleness um was one of his favorite things to uh laugh at and um it's just we had a really great relationship like it was it was fun and it was very adult and it was very it it helped me mature for sure because seeing him do all that stuff like get a house um you know um and all that like it helped me to want to do more and he was always very supportive of the stuff that I wanted to do in my life and um, you know, I, I was, I was the same. I, um, bought a flying lesson for him. So that was the first time he had ever gotten to fly a plane was through that flying lesson that I bought him. And now he's a student pilot. I wanted so badly to see him be a pilot and, and do what he wanted to do. And, and to, and to see him now, um, still chasing that dream and he's getting closer it's 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 made it's making me really happy even though we're not together um but it's 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 I'm happy that he's still you know doing what he needs to do um because 
I really want him to 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 make it as a pilot because that would be I don't know it would just I, I it, it'd make me happy to see that um but you know I can't say I can't say what ruined it I I because I really don't know honestly I can't say that it came out of nowhere because to be honest I was gonna do it myself um I was gonna um end it myself but he beat me to it um he is the one who dumped me and um like I said it I it didn't come out of nowhere because I was fully expecting something to happen if not from him from me because I was actually gonna do it like a week before or no a week after he did it but like I said he beat me to it um and like at the time I was living with him we were living together at the time and I just remember we lived together for a month and it was fine and then that second month hit and just things just took a serious nosedive um he stopped talking to me he stopped um sharing a room with me um like things got like really bad as far as like him basically almost acting like I wasn't even living in the same house um like I felt super ignored and like that's when I decided like nah it's time to end this because like I don't even know what the fuck is going on because he wouldn't talk to me it's not like I tried to, to talk to him but it's like I don't I mean I tried to a little bit looking back on it I could have definitely confronted him in person more but like he wasn't speaking to me like I I didn't know what happened like like there was no communication at all um me and Joe over the course we were together for a little over two years over the course of that two-ish years together we never had one like deep conversation about like where we were at like I think no one time twice we did twice but both both conversations were about our future like whether or not we wanted kids and blah 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 and it was mostly him asking me that like you know how many kids do you want and this and that um but other than that like we never had any conversations about like what we disliked that each other was doing um and like we just never had we never talked about things that were you know not okay between us so i feel like that's 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 part of the reason why the breakup was felt so like immature and ignorant is because we never i i never got a chance to know what what the issue was cuz he you wouldn't talk to me so um like I said, I was mo- I was living there when he um, broke out with me, and um, I was gone the day after he did it, because um, he did it that he did it one night. Um, it was a couple of days after Christmas, and it was at night, and he did it before he even got home. He called me and uh, broke out with me. Then he came home, um, came in his room to get something, and then he went in his sister's room to go to bed. And I was in his room by myself. Um, I don't recall crying 
I wasn't upset because, like I said, I was already over it myself. So I was pissed more than anything. So um, I set up my ways to get the fuck out of his house <laughs> overnight. And I was gone the next day. Um, and bless Aaron, one of my best friends. She's actually the one who came and got me the next day. Because um, I told her what happened. And it just you know, worked out to where she could come and get me. And uh, we went, she came and picked me up. And we went to go get lunch while while Joe was getting ready for work. And then um, we went back to the house after he left for work. And I got all of my stuff out of his house. Every single thing that I bought with my money was removed from that house. So I had bought him some things for his house. I bought him paper towels. I bought him, you know, household shit. I took it with me. I took everything that I bought with my money. Everything was removed from that house. All of my stuff in his closet was taken out of that house. I took back the things that I gave him as well. I gave him a best boyfriend Oscar looking trophy. And I also gave him a heart shaped pillow. Um, took both of those back. I want to say that I gave the best boyfriend trophy to Aaron <laughs> that day. And then I gifted the heart-shaped pillow to our daughter um, <laughs> when she was born. So that's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, and then I he brought he actually brought me back a bracelet. So a couple of months before we broke up, he was in Africa. And when he came back um, after our reunion, um, he gave me a bracelet that was, you know, made in Nigeria. And I wore that, I wore that bitch every day. And I remember, I, I'll never, I don't think I'll ever forget. I was coming out of the closet with the last of my stuff. And I looked down um, to make sure I didn't, I didn't drop anything on the floor. And I realized I still had the bracelet on. I snatched that bitch off and I threw it somewhere in his room. Like I just threw it and I left. And um, I put the key under some uh, under a, under the pile of bricks that he had on his like back patio because he was making a brick wall in his kitchen or whatever. He he's a real handyman. I forgot to say that Joe is like really good with his hands. Like he can he likes to fix cars and do do it yourself projects and shit. Like he's really talented. I I say that he is. Um, so he yeah he's he's he likes to build shit he's like a uh amateur handyman so he had a pile of bricks behind his house and i put his house key um under that pile of bricks and i left and i've been in middletown ever since so i'm very excited to to, to get out of here and get back to columbus because i loved being up there i loved that city um it's kind of probably going to be a lot different now because the coronavirus thing, but I love being up there a lot. I think it's going to be best for me, um, mostly best for Maddie, because um, there's, you know, more more to do up there. Um, but yeah, just and also, you know, when I was collecting all my stuff and, you know, getting out of the house, it never once occurred to me that I could be pregnant it I'm telling you that was not on my mind at all it really should have been because um a couple weeks before that was you know was the conception 
not to be, you know, not to do a TMI type thing, but like that's, that's, I, 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 that had to have been the day was the couple weeks before we broke up was, had to have been because it was like the last time that we ever, you know, were together, like the last time we had sex. So I know that that's, that had to be it. And I'm telling you, it never once occurred to me that I could be pregnant. So I, when I left that house, I actually was and just didn't know it. And so when I, when I, <laughs> when I moved back home, um, you know, I was so excited for 2018 and I was so ready to leave Joe in 2017. Like I was like, I I told him, like, I remember sending him a last text. I want to say it was like December 29th or some shit, some shit like that. Like it was like the end of 2017. I'm like, I'm about to switch my number. Like I'm not going to contact you or nothing. Like this is going to be a clean break, you know? Um, I wanted to, to, to stay in contact, but I told him like, you know, about to change my number. So, I mean, if you want to be friends, let me know if you want the number. If not, that's fine. Cause you know, I'll leave you with 2017. I ain't got no problem with that. Didn't get a text from him. I don't recall getting a text from him. So I was like, that's cool. So, um, you know, 2017 ends, 2018 begins. I was excited because I was like, I want to just turn this whole ship around because 2017, I my shit got wrecked. So I was like, I need a huge like glow up to happen this year, I swear. So, but then like by the end of January 2018, I felt so sick. Like I was tired all the time. Um, I was gaining weight and, um, I was eating more than I usually did and eating stuff that I usually did not eat. Um, and, uh, and I just felt nauseous all the time. And, and then like my period never came Then I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) I fucking put two, two, and two, and two together, and, you know, I took a test, and it told me, you know, you know, it's like the pee on the stick thing, and, uh, tells you to wait, I can't remember how long, so I, you know, I sent the test down, the, 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 the plus sign shows up in less than four seconds, like, it tells me to wait for what, like, 15, 30 seconds, or something like that, it's, just like that the plus sign is there like it's not even a wait there was no waiting period as soon as I sat that test down on the sink I saw the plus sign like it was that quick and I just I just stood there and mock disbelief like I couldn't like I like I felt like I couldn't believe it but like nah you know what she was doing a month ago so that's why this is happening so I'm like wow I don't even know why I thought that because I'm like come on Come on, I mean, come on. When you have sex unprotected, what do you expect? Like, 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 come on. So I just, I stood there (laughs) for like five minutes. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) I mean, I always wanted to be a mom. I really did. Even, you know, in high school, I talked about it all the time. But I didn't think that I was going to be a mom before I got married. 
I didn't think that I was going to be a mom um that soon so um I mean I was excited obviously because that's just that's a miracle for real because a lot of there's some people that have problems doing that getting pregnant so I was definitely like thankful when I when I found out after I thought about it um never once thought about getting rid of it because like I like I said I wanted I've always wanted to be a mom um I wasn't prepared (laughs) um for the pregnancy but you know I turned everything around I didn't tell Joe until February so I had been pregnant for a I think that was like my second month at that point morning sickness was in full fucking swing and I remember I told him um and I remember he asked me if I um you know what I was planning to do and I said I was going to keep it and I remember he got scared and like suggested something um I didn't get mad at him when he suggested or or when he started talking about um an abortion because I knew that he was scared and you know um I told him I would think about it when all along I wasn't thinking about it I wasn't going to do any type of shit like that and because I knew that he was talking out of fear because I could sense it in his voice so you know I told him yeah I'll think about it not not really meaning that because there was no way that I was going to abort it because I you know I, I wanted my child so um then another month goes by and he texts me and he's like, he asked me how I was doing. And I told him, you know, we're doing fine and, you know, I'm going to keep it. And then so he was like, that's that's fine. I'm he's, he said that he was like, you know, supportive or whatever. And then I proceed to not hear from this from this man for the next mm, I want to say four and a half months like he basically was gone for for most of the pregnancy like we we texted here and there but like we never really talked about really anything um and then around july which happened to be the month before maddie was born we thought we had two months but actually it was the month before um me and joe see each other for the first time since we broke up and it was very, very weird to to see him in person because it had been like so fucking long since I'd seen him. And um, just, I don't know. And it was really weird because at the end, because we were, we were meeting to talk about Maddie. Um, so the, the meeting was very productive. Um, it set the tone for how our co-parenting relationship is now. Um, he basically apologized to me for for you know going ghost sort of for most of the pregnancy and he told me that he was like preparing his house for the baby and how he was excited to like you know be a parent and you know he told me that that um you know that you know that we were in it together in in not so many words so um that meeting really relieved um some stress it made me less pissed because I went into that meeting extremely angry um and just I remember I leaving that meeting I felt you know reassured and not stressed and not pissed and 
the hug that me and Joe shared, it it reminded me of the hug that we um, shared on our first date. And so my pregnant ass almost cried because, <laughs> you know, the hormones be fucking <laughs> the hormones are just raging like anything could make you cry. But 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 that was just that was real, though, because that hug for real, it felt just like the one that we shared on our first date where you just that unexplainable feeling like it just it, and to be honest at least on my end things feel the same today as they did four years ago when we were together um I'm not you know in delusion though we're not together I know that but things feel the same and it's really weird um but every time we're together I very much am interested in just focusing on Maddie um what is going on between us doesn't matter um I'm very much just having everything be focused on her because that's who it's about that is the main point of our relationship is our nugget-headed daughter so um no matter you know how I feel or how I think things feel they're irrelevant as far as I'm concerned because our parenting relationship it just it's just the relationship between me and Joe period right now is just focused on Maddie and that's it and so but yeah I'm just I'm happy that we got to this point I'm happy that we're not toxic that we are supportive of each other despite us not being together um I would never dream of keeping Maddie from her um on any type of selfish gain um I I made the decision early on not to have Joe on child support because why the fuck would I do that um he is a very active father and he's here I didn't have to chase him down. I didn't have to call him to come. I don't have to call him to come pick up Maddie. We pretty much have a schedule every other week Maddie is with him. And he loves her like like a a lot. Just as much as I do. Like Maddie has has like an intense amount of love from both of her parents. And so why would I put him on child support? He provides damn like just really everything that she needs diapers wipes like I have never had to buy a single diaper or wipe like ever except for that one time we went to Cleveland and I forgot to bring diapers with me (laughs) then I I I had I had that's the only time I've ever had to buy diapers I had to buy a small pack of diapers to last us last us through our little trip but other than that I've never had to buy like any diapers or wipes that's always been his um job and then like he's just he's there so why would I put him on child support and it's just something that I don't believe in if the father is around and is active child support's unnecessary it's only for the the non-present fathers the fathers who can't be there who don't want to be there they're the ones who need to be paying and that's just how I think and I'm happy that the family 
and you know close family people that I know like the the close people the people that I'm close with I'm glad that they um you know stopped trying to talk to me about this because it's nothing's going to make me change my mind as long as Joe is present and active in Maddie's life which I foresee that to always be he'll never be on child support there's no reason for me to do that so that is where I'm going to end this because we just hit the 40 minute mark and I said I would never talk for more than 40 minutes so peace